This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. What's the latest with the housing market? Let's talk about it. It won't be a long one, 10 minutes or less, but I've got some conflicting views. I mean, when don't I, right? I've got Ray Dalio on one side showing us what possibly can happen. I've got Susie Orman on the other side telling us something else. And then we've got the media who just loves to clickbait all of us. And that's just part of the world we live in. Let's dive into this. The biggest story right now is affordability, which I'm going to show you. And as long as the interest rates for the mortgages on the housing side, as long as those keep on creeping up, we're in danger of the housing market being in actual danger right now. I'll show you some stats. We're not there yet, but it doesn't mean we can't be. I just want to show you what actual stats look like. I don't want to, as much as I, I'm more positive than negative, as much as I want to tell you that everything is going to be okay. I don't know that, but I do have some stats for you. But first off, I want to show you a great video that I came across today and it's with Susie Orman. I hadn't seen Susie Orman in a whole bunch of time. So uh, you might enjoy this one. It's, it's a pretty good one. Let me share it right now with you. It's a video and I pause this one. Let me shrink my little face on the left and click play on this one. It'll be a, a good one. Here it is. We'll play about 30 seconds. Mortgages are going through the roof. What's your advice to buyers out there right now, Susie? Well, I think the tables have turned a little. I don't think you're going to see homes go down really in value. You know, the truth is real estate always does pretty well during a recession, if you think about it. Well, let's pause her right there because I actually have stats to show you. This way, this way we're not guessing, right? And I actually put it into a little graph for you here. Recession doesn't equal a housing crisis. This is from CoreLogic. If you're familiar with CoreLogic, great. If not, go Google them. And the balance, you can see here in 1980 recession, we went up in home prices. 1981, up. 1991, a little bit down. 2001, up. And then obviously 2008, we dramatically dropped because we had the economic foundation of just lending was absolutely terrible. And then 2020, we just went through that. It went up as well. So let's go back to this really quick. And we are used to 17%, 30% gains over the past two or three years on real estate. I think if you own real estate, you're not going to see it go down dramatically. Maybe you'll see it go up only 5% or 7% a year. What will change, however, is the anxiety of, of buyers because now they're going to have time. You're not going to see a house. Exactly. So look, I'll go, I'll go right off of this. That's exactly what's probably going to happen. As long as interest rates don't go up dramatically, here are some things that I want to talk about. And then I'll go into Ray Dalio just to show you the difference because that gets a little scary. People are going to stay put. I'll give you an example. I own a home. I own multiple homes. And 
The one I own in where I live, there is no way I'm going to sell it to buy something else with an interest rate of 6% or, or higher if it's a jumbo, right? I'm at a 2.9% interest rate and there is no way I'm going to go do that. And think of, think of now logically how many people aren't going to sell because of that as well. So there's going to be less inventory there. Renters are going to remain renters because of why? Have you seen the rent in price, the prices for rent? It's it's insanity. Just Google prices and you'll be like, whoa, I thought those were coming down. No, they're not. Next is, that means there's going to be less homes on the market overall. So we're talking about all this demand that's there, that's pent up. And now all of a sudden we're starting to ease up, right? But what we're not talking about is the possibility that these sellers, possible future sellers will never show up. And what about all of those homes that were bought up by these big companies to turn them around and do short-term rentals. Those aren't ever coming back for sale either. So these are things, and this is why I say, I don't know what's going to happen. We have to keep an eye on what's gonna happen. This is the reality that we're in. Now let's take a look at what Ray Dalio wrote. I think it was earlier today. He put it up on LinkedIn and it's a whole, whole thing. It's I'll put up the link to it so you can read it. Here's what it says is this reducing inflation will come at a great cost and that's stagflation. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It's an Investopedia. We've talked about it before. Now, he talks about, you can read this whole thing. He talks about how the Fed is stupid. They're all idiots, practically. That's what he says. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And here is what I want to read to you because this is the summary. I read it twice and then I read the summary twice as well. Says in summary, my main points are number one, there isn't anything that the Fed can do to fight inflation without creating economic weakness. All right, so it's going to happen no matter what. Number two, with debt assets and liabilities as high as they are and projected to increase due to the government deficit and the Fed also selling government debt, it's likely that private credit growth will have to contract, weakening the economy, right? Which we're already starting to see. Now, over the long run, number three, the Fed will most likely chart a middle course that will take form in stagflation, right? And that, that's what he says. He says, look, regardless of what we're going to do, what we want to happen, we're heading into a place that's not going to be so good for the economy, right? And it's all the Fed's fault. They could have gone a different way, but they didn't. Now, we take a look at what the media is saying, and I'm just going to just go through. Fortune is one of my favorite places to go to for real estate news because they break it down really well. But take a look at what they said. The odds of a hard landing for the U.S. economy are rising. Uh, our economy are rising, according to UBS and New York Federal Reserve. Now we go down. Doctor Doom predicts the U.S. recession by the end of 22. Again, Ray Dalio stagflation. Crypto has ups and downs. When you keep on reading, this is the news that we're reading. It's it's pretty negative, and I'm not finding anything that's giving us the opposite, so that we have some type of a balance, right? And we look into this. Read this with me. It looks a lot like a housing bubble. How your local housing market compares to 2007 as told by four interactive maps. Now, I want you to jump in on this interactive map. I'm going to put the link up on YouTube. Subscribe on there. Let's take a look at the first one. It says the degree to which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued in 2022. Now, this is according to Moody's, and we know Moody's is a little bit more aggressive than most. Now, we see all the dark green areas. Those are the ones that are really massively overvalued according to what they're saying. And if we take a look at those, those are all the places that people moved 
two during the pandemic, right? We've got Boise, Idaho, we've got different parts of Phoenix, and we've got different parts of Florida as well, and Nashville, Tennessee, and those areas right there. And of course, Austin, Texas, right? They're saying that's that and Boise, Idaho are leading the way for being overvalued. So that's the first one right now, as we scroll down so you can start comparing the degree to which regional home prices were overvalued in 2020. So apparently there were still homes being overvalued in 2020, according to Moody's and they were Boise, right? Same places, right? And nobody was talking about a foreclosure. Then this is first quarter of 2020. Nobody was talking about a housing collapse at that time. So take a look at this, read this. And now let's take a look and go back in time to 2007. So you can take a look at what truly happened there and understand that real estate is sometimes very regional because that didn't, that didn't really hurt every single place of the United States, right? It was a lot of the West Coast, obviously, because we were overvalued then. And we were giving out these loans to everyone that couldn't afford them. And on the East Coast, we know that California and Florida suffered heavily there. That's what we were looking at then. And then you take a look at this. This is the, the fourth graph in this case, the degree to which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued. And these, I mean, it's really hard to take a look at. So I actually did something different. But if we take a look at Boise, Idaho, or if we take a look at any of these, and that's where I want to take you to Altos Research. And Altos Research is where I go to because it gives me the latest information. Uh, there's no affiliate. There's nothing. I just use this because Mike gives me it for free. So I get to use it. Now let's take a look at Boise, Idaho. Well, I think that's how you spell it. Let's take a look at Boise, Idaho, and take a look at the stats here. Now, according to the algorithm here, this is updated weekly. It's the latest information you can get anywhere on the housing market because it's tied to the MLS. It updates weekly. According to this, it's still somewhat of a seller's market. And here are the stats so you can see it. The median price is 581000 Average days on market is 31. But check out the price decreases, right? We're, we're going up steadily as the interest rates for mortgages keep on rising. And then price increases, well, very, very little, right? And there's something to take a look at as well, relisting. Because the more homes that relist, which we'll show you in a little bit, the more we have to pay attention to, that means more homes are going to be on the market. But some people are like, why am I going to relist when the interest rates are so high? I just can't afford what I was going to buy, right? It just doesn't make sense. So these are the stats you need to take a look at and think, well, what is the median rent as well? And is it better to rent or to buy? Or is it equal? Because if it's equal, well, then I'm probably going to buy. Especially with the interest rates being high, it's still equal. Maybe, right? Now you take a look at this at the bottom. We segment the market so you fully understand the higher price point in Boise, Idaho, the lower price point in Boise, Idaho. Scroll over to the right. Days on market, 21, so a little bit longer for the higher price point, and 14 days on market for the lower ones. And that's what that starts looking at, right? Now we go into the other stats I've got for you. And this is updated as of June 10th. What was that, 10 days ago or so? You see how the stats, the prices have gone up. Actually, they're a little higher now as of, as of June 17th, June 18th. They're over 400,000. It's 418,000, I think. So now you take a look at those stats and prices. That means home 
inventory is coming up, right? So now it's coming up and slowly creeping up. And we've been talking about demand. Demand is important to track because if we keep on going and getting to that equilibrium that we've been talking about, what happens then? And this is why I want you to keep an eye on interest rates, because that's really determining whether or not people can afford the market we're heading into. Uh, take a look also at this. This is the summer's plateau. The prices keep on increasing. Even in the market that we're in, look at that, $450,000. That's a summer plateau. That's the price that people are putting up their homes for sale at. Now, all of a sudden, the, look, the new listing prices, they go up and down, up and down slightly, but they still keep on creeping up. We still haven't reached that point where there's less demand than inventory. We're not there yet, right? Will we be? Of course, right? It just goes up and down, but we, we're not talking about a crash either so far. Now, let's take a look at this. Percents of properties, percent of properties with recent price reductions. This is important to track because if you take a look at this dark red line, this is this year, 2022. In comparison to the previous years, this is rising rapidly. It's rising quicker. This year, price reductions are coming up much faster than the previous years. And we know why that's being driven, right? It's the interest rates. They were, they were the mortgage rates specifically. They hit up over here and then they did it again. And so we're probably going to see it surpass this 37% somewhere somewhere around August. And then we'll probably go a little bit, maybe even sooner than August. And it'll extend past that and slow down over here. So we really don't know what's going to happen with the real estate market, which there won't be a crash so far if everything continues the way it's at. Interest rates should remain where they're at unless something crazy happens and we don't get a hold of inflation like we think we are. And look, I don't know, guys. But I can tell you from what we're seeing right now, it doesn't look like a crash. Look, the supply and demand is, is there so far. And there are people going crazy and saying, yeah, it's going to happen. But then there are other people on the other end saying, hey, hey, chill out. Like Susie's saying, right? It's not just Susie. It's, it's a whole bunch of other people. So take a look at this. Read it. Save it. And then this is important to take a look at too. Look at this is the immediate sales as percent of new listings. So if we go back to July 21, 2021, last year. Exact same time, 25% of all homes were immediately going under contract as soon as they came out. Now we're at 22.7. That is not a very big drop in comparison. That means 22% of all homes are still going under contract because the demand is there. right? So we have to keep a look at the demand and see, hey, where is this going? Right? Where, where are we at? And I think that the determining factor from what we've seen is going to be the interest rates, the mortgage rates specifically. Now, the mortgage rates have been now that they said, hey, we're going to probably raise it another 0.75 in the next time we meet. It looks like they've baked that in and we're probably going to stay around 6%, low sixes. If for any reason something else happens and they go up by 1% or something different, then at that point, we have to reanalyze and say, well, you know what? There, there might be a bigger drop in some areas than we thought. So right now, in the areas that we're looking at, for the most part, we're looking at just an evening out. There may be a little bit of a decrease in some areas, like the Fed said in the video we did, what, three days ago. 
there may be an increase for the rest of the year. So it's too early to tell. I just want you to keep your eyes open and, and understand that people on both sides are going to tell you what they think is right. I want to just, I want you to just take a look at the data, take a look at the data, decide for yourself, try not to use as much emotion if possible, because there's an opportunity in every type of market. Look what's happening in the stock market right now. You have all of the millionaires, billionaires going in and saying, Hey, it's a perfect time to buy. I'm going to just buy up some more stuff. There's always an opportunity. It's just how you look at it and where you are in your current situation. Hope you had a good day today. Look, comment below. Tell me what you think. I want you to throw stuff at me because that's how I learn. I read a lot of what you put out there. Even if you don't agree with me, if you do agree with me, it really doesn't matter to me. I just want to see what you think and subscribe on my YouTube channel. I'll put up the links. Thank you so much, everybody. Have an awesome day.